this week on Invasion, the podcast, dead or alive, you're coming with me. Who are you going to call? And the Nacho Sorting Hat returns to find out which ghost you want to be haunted by. We bring you this special radio television broadcast in order to give you the very latest information on an amazing phenomenon. The arrival of a spaceship. Just a minute, ladies and gentlemen, I think something is happening. Flying saucers have invaded our planet. People of Earth, attention. It's the invasion of the podcast. The whole world is under attack. Can it survive? Ed, uh, welcome to the Invasion of the Podcast, where uh, we're taking over the world one listener at a time, and one of us bumps a microphone as uh, the intro is playing. I dropped my pen. <laughs> I am Paul. That's a, that's a really big Twinkie. Stedman, and to my left is Joe. He dropped his pen. But no, Joe, <laughs> when someone asks if you're a god, you say yes, Peters. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. So if someone asks if you're a god, you say yes. Tell them about the Twinkie. Tell them about the Twinkie, Tell yeah. About the Twinkie. Uh, so before we get started here, I just want to mention briefly that uh, I, I think I'm the only person not playing Pokemon Go Pro- right now. Uh, no, there's people that are not playing Pokemon Go. Yeah, so like I was out uh, with some coworkers uh uh, this this week, uh, having lunch, and as we're going to and from our lunch location, they took a very uh, circuitous route to hit all the different uh, poke stops, Pokey po- stops, poke yeah. stops, and like the three of them, like, I was loading the car, and they're they're like, "Paul, do you mind?" I'm like, "I don't care, it's fine." Like, and I just find it like this really funny that like I'm the one that does not care about the game, and all the rest of them have their phones out, and they're all like talking about like, oh, there's a there's a Birdo over here, and there's a Syphilis over here, and uh, whatever, um, a Carmageddon, or, like, I don't know what's going on, a Chlamydia over here, yeah. you know, like um, no, a Thetan. I, <laughs> I, I caught one. Yeah. <laughs> it was trying to get it on the 747 to get yeah. out of here. Uh, no, the, the, uh, it's, it's ridiculous how much that game's taken off, and it's funny. Um, I, I've gone total hipster on it because uh, I played Ingress, which was uh, Nintech Labs created Ingress, which was a, a geocaching game that was overlaid over Google, Google Maps. And that's the company that helped make po- Pokemon yes. Go. Yes, well, the Pokemon company and Nintech uh, games there th- that's basically who made pokemon go and um like ingress came out like four years ago and um had quite a long time to develop and then with pokemon go came out, coming out like the pokemon company or nintendo or whoever just was like like hey you know we want to make this game and we'll team up with you and basically all they did was take all of the data they had for ingress as far as like the map locations and they just overlaid pokemon go on it so, like, when, when I was, like, you know, my girlfriend started playing it and I was, like, watching her. I'm, like, oh, yeah, I know there's stuff over here. If you go here, there's going to be a ton of stuff because that's how it was in Ingress. <laughs> so, um, they just basically overlaid it. So, it's easy to find stuff because, like, I played Ingress. So, like, a bunch of my coworkers started playing it and I was, like, I've never played any Pokemon game as proven by the game we, the the game at the end of the, the last, last episode. episode yeah. I didn't know any. I've gotten a little bit more versed now that I've started playing the game. But uh, I enjoy it more for the geocaching aspect because I enjoyed Ingress for that. I like going around. It was kind of cool to go places and be like, I got to go here and, and take out this blue team, you know. 
So people were yeah. outside. I think it's a Pokemon clash going on outside yeah, right I now. Think, I think people are getting taken out by. Uh, <laughs> it's like, like the it's Pokemon like Team Red and Team Blue, or there, and Team Yellow showing up like Warrior yeah. style. That's what's going on right now. But it's ridiculous how many people like have, are playing this game. For, I, like when I played Ingress and I would go out, like I would never. I saw. I ran into two people who played Ingress, in the two years I played Ingress. Like yeah. I, I was in Columbus one time. Uh, my girlfriend was doing the bar, and like. Uh, I was just walking around downtown Columbus and like I was like hitting the little points because you got to attack points on the map there. And I think it was at the nationwide arena in Columbus or like one of the nationwide buildings. And um, this girl walked by me. She's like, she's like, you're this person playing Ingress, aren't you? Because you keep attacking everything around here. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, I'm like, I'm on vacation and I'm just kind of bored. It was kind of funny. But uh, that was the only interaction I ever really had with that. And then, like, this one other guy that we we were watching go from point to point to point that we were going at because we were watching him on the map, like, taking out the stuff we we took out. That's but, funny. Um, but this Pokemon, oh, my God. Like, within the first day, like, when I, didn't, I hadn't even started playing it, and, like, my girlfriend was playing it, we walked downtown to Lakewood for the summer meltdown. I saw, like, 12 to 15 people playing it just walking down there. And there's times, like, when I go out and I just see, like, hordes of people with their smartphones out. And I'm like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. And I I mean, I think it's good. I, I mean, I, it's it's always a good thing when people get excited about, like, this kind of shared experience. Because, I mean, like, yeah. as much as you heard me gripe recently about people always on their phones or always, like, having their phones up for all these other things, yeah. like concerts and movies and things. This is kind of a good thing. It, yeah. It's, it's very social. Um, it's fun to run into people and be like, oh, what do you, oh, did you find anything cool? What are you doing? Or, you know, even to the point where it's like, oh, if you're not on my team, then watch out. Or, uh, <laughs> plus, like, my God, getting the people off of the couch. Like, yeah. the game's called Go, and it does a little bit better job than Ingress to get people out moving around. Well, I, my understanding, and this is very limited, is that uh, you get eggs somehow, and those hatch yeah. because you have to walk. You basically have to walk eggs like a dog to hatch them. Like, you yeah. can't cheat. You can't drive a car. It knows. You can't just take your phone and move it like yeah. back and forth, like uh, yeah. So, um, I I think that's good. I think people are getting out, getting active. Yeah. I think this being released during the summer, uh, you know, I think oh, that's, it's perfect yeah, timing. Yeah. So yeah, um, and uh, and if anybody hears anything in the background, other than we're we're not we're not like broadcasting from the DMZ of Cleveland, even though it feels like that's going to be next week with the Republican National Convention in town. That, oh, so, some bad stuff's already happened with that. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think there's some neighborhood kids behind us fire off fireworks, uh, or or where we've now gotten into the middle of some kind of gang warfare. So if this is the last episode you guys ever hear of us, just know that we love things and we loved you. Yeah. <laughs> But or you might hear Joe just be like, F this, and hear a table flip over, and he just walks out because he's done. That's yeah. all that's going to happen. So, um, um, And then he's going to collect some Pokemons as he leaves. No? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so, okay. What else? So, yeah. Um, yeah, jump on the news? Or yeah, we can go ahead and do news. stuff going on. Um, no, all I have was Pokemon stuff. Okay. Like, I just, all my coworkers around me are just like, you know, you got you got something on your head. And I'm like, that that like I know it's a game, but if you think about the well, reality of it, the, though, like it's very I, like that's it feels like Fatal Frame, where you have to hold the camera up to see yeah. the, the things there, and it's like I've you had can this shut on my that head. off. Yeah, it makes it a little easier to catch them. But like the the augmented reality is what makes it a lot of fun. Like I yeah. took I took a picture. Like me and Amy went to um uh uh what's uh Pizza Hut, <laughs> and we were just sitting there, and like I pulled it up, and I turned my and my augmented reality on one of the little Pokemons popped up. I was like, there's a bird on your plate. 
And I took a picture of it. And it's just funny because like they'll they'll be in different scenarios and stuff like where you know, it's like it's goofy to see them sitting on something. So Yeah, and I've seen some I've seen some really fun screenshots already uh of what people have done. Like there was the one yeah. of the Snorlax that was blocking the driveway and be yep. like, I'm sorry, I can't leave now. There's a Snorl- Snorlax in my driveway. Yeah. Um and then like I know there's the one about like the fish, whatever the fish one is. It was like on its side and it was on a beach. Yeah. So it was like perfect to be like, oh no, it's not, it's not going to make it. You know, like, so there's, that's, that's fun. There's a bird one I saw on somebody's stove while they're cooking eggs. He's just, <laughs> he's looking at the, the eggs like, what the hell? Like, it's pretty funny. Um, so, so yeah, that's all I got. It was just all this Pokemon talk around me and everyone's like, well, hope we're not bothering you. I'm like, I think I can only think about the inverse of that is that when I go and just uh, start yabbering on about things I like that people are probably like, oh, that's really nice, Paul. That's good. That's yeah. good. Oh, you drew you drew you drew your hand on a piece of paper. That's good, Paul. That's cute. It's oh, like, yeah. oh, it's like, but I love it. They're oh, like, oh, on a, the fridge. I'm gonna put it in the fridge. You got some purple armor. That's cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it took you how long to get it? Good for you. Maybe you'll get a green one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, that's so I, I, I accept it. So yeah. anyway. Yeah. And now for our feature presentation. No, no, it's not feature presentation time. It's wow, news time. Man, you are. Good news, everyone. Good news. It's not feature presentation oh, time. Joe dropping pens. Me hitting the wrong buttons. Cats and dogs living together. together. Mass hysteria. hysteria. Cats and <laughs> dogs. Yeah. So news. Um. Real quick, uh, just a couple of news stories. Um, Bruce Banner, you want to hit the spoiler alert? Do you know why they are called spoilers? Uh, we do a hand motion too when that goes yeah, off. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's like it's almost like we're just like playing along with the music. It's yeah. pretty great. Um, so uh, Civil War is going on right now in the Marvel universe, and uh, and outside right now, they're <laughs> they're often characters like like you wouldn't believe. Like um, so. Uh, so far, the body count is, uh, is 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 War Machine and She-Hulk, and then Bruce Banner has just been added to that that body count. So we have three dead superheroes in Civil War now. Yeah. Uh, so and uh, the odd part is, is nobody's even gotten in a fight yet, like a real like Civil War, like good guys throwing down with good guys. It's all been a little bit of collateral damage, and um. Like uh, everybody just kind of freaking out that Banner is going to turn into the Hulk, and then him having a contingency plan to have his life taken in case he tries to turn into the Hulk. So yeah, I I was telling Joe about this before we start recording that I feel like it's smart of Marvel. I mean, obviously you want to keep your readers interested, so you always have like you know stories, events, characters changing it up. But I also feel like too that since the original Civil War storyline, though it, it, it though the movie Civil War just came out does not have a whole lot in common with the original Civil War comic line. There's some beats, but, I mean, how can you tell that whole story in, like, two hours? You can't, yeah. Um, But there's so much there that you could pull from, like, thematically-wise and character-wise that you could still make an interesting movie that I feel like Marvel is now just, like, they're laying the foundation and planting the seeds for their, their, like, I would almost say their entertainment going forward, like, like, uh, visual entertainment, like, the next ten years. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, because, I mean, how long ago was um, Infinity Gauntlet? Uh, 80s. Yeah, but well, mid 80s was it mid 80s? I thought it was. Either way, it's been no, it's it been a while. 80s. Yeah, so early 90s maybe. Yeah, so I mean, like, so you have all this stuff. I feel like obviously you're keeping it fresh for your readers, but then if uh, like down the line, if yeah, but Civil War was 2005. 
Yeah, but what, what I get my point is is like you have this established Marvel you know storyline and, and storytelling that if you have Steve Rogers get shot at in the Civil War and you have someone else come in and fill the role of Captain America, that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, if Chris Evans is like, you know, I'm done making these movies, or he ages out, like yeah. it's like we could have somebody else you can step have in. Somebody step in, and so yeah. And you're right. I think they are doing that because they have been working really hard to to blend the two worlds. I mean, you have things like the. Secret Wars changing Nick Fury out to Samuel Jackson, Nick Fury. Um, you have characters like uh, Friday, who was the artificial intelligence that Iron Man used at the end of the Avengers to replace Jarvis. Yeah. She's now a major character in the Iron Man comics. Like, okay. she's basically his secretary. She's the, <laughs> pe- she's the new Pepper Potts, in a sense, because, like, she basically handles everything for him. Okay. She's in the Iron Man armor. She's running Stark Industries, you know. So um, they're doing a lot of stuff like that and blending it. Because um, well, I feel like if there's a torch pass, then it, it almost is like, oh, well, we already have this figured out as opposed yeah. to, oh, Robert Downey Jr. is not coming back. Well, we're going to bring in this uh, this the, the new younger um, female black Iron Man that they're, that, yeah, that they're talking uh, about think, now. I think she's going to be called. I think she's called Iron, Iron Maiden. Maiden. Yeah. Because um, that's a moniker that she chose because uh, there was there was an issue where she's trying to pick the name while she's flying around. But it, she's an interesting character. They've they've done very little with her so far. But I'm I'm interested to see what she does. Yeah. So uh, I mean, because then then you could go in a completely different direction. But it's like, well, someone can someone could be like, well, the comics aren't like that. It's like, well, the comics are like that, and that kind of satisfies that that part of it'll it'll give rage the culture. excuse. And yeah. you know, like Chris Helmsworth is not going to be able to, uh, you know, run around as Thor the whole time. And now that Jane Foster is Thor. Uh, you could have a strong like female Thor character pop up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, or even I mean her, or even have another character take the hammer, you know, like you can mm-hmm. do that. And and um, yeah, I'm cross my fingers for Beta Ray Bill, but that's you know that that'll never happen in the movies, I don't think. But yeah. so yeah, I think that's interesting that they got Banner out. Um, I know there's other Hulks like in the Marvel Universe. There's a number of Hulks. There um, are so. there's well you've got like Hulkling, you've got uh, Amadeus Cho is considered the Hulk now. Who is the the kid the the super genius kid? Okay, um, and then you have Red Hulk. You've Red Hulk, um, <laughs> She Hulk, who died in Civil War. And then what about um, Hulk's half son, um, Scar? Whatever his name was, not. Scar. Oh yeah, Scar from is when, it Scar? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, from I, Planet Hulk. From Planet Hulk. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you have a number. There, like it's you can have different things to pull from. So I it just you know good on Marvel. Like that sounds exciting, and I know, uh, I, and they're not afraid to keep changing up their characters because I mean like what, what I, you know is the traditional these heroes they've yeah. they're they've been changing them a lot recently. They have recently, and and I I talked to one of my friends about it because he was he was kind of upset about them killing Banner because he's a big Hulk fan. And he's just like, man, they keep doing all these changes, you know, and I'm like, yes, but like, you know, it's it's good on them because they're they're not they're keeping it fresh. But I'd feel like they're not completely eliminating their core characters in a sense like you always you have you have Steve Rogers around. um, But then you've also got Sam Wilson as as cap. And then you also have like um, uh, Bucky hanging around just in case. Uh, And then like. Uh, your spider people, you know, you spider, have, your spider you know, people, spider people, you have your spider people, you have Spider-Man, obviously, Peter Parker, the amazing Spider-Man. Then you have Miles Morales, who Miles Morales has been around for a while, but he's a big hit. Like Miles yeah. Morales is a great Spider-Man. You know, he's that original high schooler. Um, you know, he's half Hispanic, half black. And then you've got um, uh, Spider-Gwen and Silk. So like they basically kind of took like three spider people 
kind of threw him at the wall, saw, tried to see who stick. They threw spider people at the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Tried to yeah. see who, see what I did there. Yeah. Um, Silk really, I don't think is sticking that much. Uh, <laughs> but, um, I think Silky I, smooth. He's yeah, falling off the smooth. wall. Yeah. But Spider Gwen seems to pick up like big popularity with the internet crowds more than Silk. And uh, Silk is Asian, I think. They don't really toy with that too much. Um, but she definitely has a, a Asian exotic look to her. Well, and then there's also 2099 that still is around. Uh, like they yeah, Miguel it. O'Hara is yeah. stuck in here. Uh, he's from 2099. Um, so you have like all those. So you kind of have like a whole list of Spider Men or Spider People that you could be a fan of if you don't want to focus on Peter Parker. The amazing Spider Person. The amazing Spider People. I mean, yeah. God, they even did a whole Spider Verse storyline, yeah. which was really crazy. Um, but you know they're doing that with a lot of characters. Like everybody's having, like you know, X twenty three is taking up the mantle of Wolverine. So now you have a female Wolverine. You know, so you're getting, you're getting those favorite characters, but you're getting them into a different category where they're either a minority or they're a woman, so that fans can have something to relate to, and it'll and it'll work a great storyline. Yeah, you know, you're not gonna, you're never gonna get really, really get a totally get rid of Tony Stark or Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner will be back. Like, yeah. I can totally picture them doing a big story arc with Return of the Hulk. I was going to say, they're, like, after Civil War, I'm sure there's going to be some kind of reset, status quo reset. There'll be something, because yeah. everybody who's dead always comes back, you know, even with even with Wolverine. Like, you've get, like they, got, they killed Wolverine about two years ago, and then they brought old man Logan into the world yeah. as the current Wolverine. So he's this grizzled Clint Eastwood veteran mutant who's like... I've seen you know, some shit. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, we know you have. But, like, you know, then that's cool. I like what they're doing with that. It's fresh. And, like, some characters are really taken off. Like, some aren't. Um, I really, really, really enjoy Jason Aaron's run on Thor with Jane Foster as Thor. Um, they're going to be writing... Uh, unworthy Thor in the fall, which is going to actually follow Thor Odinstun, and you find out why he doesn't have Mjolnir. Okay, so I'm really excited for that. Um, but you know, those guys will always still be around. You know, it's like they just kind of like took the spotlight off of male Thor and put it on female Thor. And Jason Aaron's doing a great job writing it. And I mean, that's what you kind of you know get as a comic fan is is you get different story arcs. You know, you're not always going to have the Avengers busting up uh, Kang the Conqueror, and then they go fight Ultron, and then they go fight yeah. Red Skull, and then they go fight Loki, and then they go fight Kang again, and then they go fight <laughs> Ultron again. It's not going to just keep like re yeah. rehashing like that. It's like they're going to have to mix it up a little bit. And and, and, and um, good on Marvel because I mean, like Banner, at least in terms of the comics, has been like unkillable like as much as he doesn't want to be around whenever he because he, he knows the power inside him yeah when he's tried to take his own life like the hulk would kind of take over and he'd st he still cannot get away from yeah. it yeah you know so like that's that's a that's a big like I'm gonna, wtf moment for marvel to be like oh banner's gone it's you know? a big like, one too yeah. yeah it's almost as big as when they killed cap and, yeah i mean cap's back big surprise yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, same thing. Banner will be back. Big surprise. You know they've they've and it's funny because like there have been there's like a weird unspoken uh, um, rule of uh, like super not superhero characters characters in comic books of like who they never bring back to life. And um, Bucky was one of them. Yeah, and, and then um, they 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 messed that up. What's his face? Green Goblin. He was uh, the one for the longest time. He was gone. Osborne. Uh, yeah. Norman Osborn. Osborn was, was gone for he a was, long time. He was gone time. almost twenty years. Yeah, and then they like, brought literally. him back around. Yeah, and then um, so was uh, was Jason Todd one of them? Yeah, Jason Todd was another one. Yeah, that's DC. But yeah, he was one of the the Robins that was just, like just dead. Dead yep. was dead. Dead yeah. is dead. And uh, Uncle Ben from Spidey. Like, yeah, they've never brought him back. Which 
it's a little less impactful because he's not like a super character. Yeah, but, but I mean, if you still. brought him back though, then that kind of not it doesn't erase Spider-Man's genesis, but that's like it that loss is the one you can bring back everybody. You can bring back Spider-Man, but Spider-Man cannot bring back Uncle Ben, and that's yeah. the whole that's the whole thing of great power and great responsibility. Right. So I'd see if Marvel did that, like I don't know, it'd just be like you know, like that's the thing that keeps uh, him humble is that he knows that there's the one that he can never help. You know, yeah. and that's like I, I think that anyway, that's that's you yeah, know, that's here nor there. Yeah. But anyway, Bruce Banner's dead. <laughs> I'll keep you updated if they kill anybody else in that series. It's a really good series. I, I recommend reading it. It's a lot better than what they've been doing with Secret Wars and a few of the other things. Tension is there. Okay. Um, I got to say, I'm a big Captain Marvel fan. Can't stand her right now. <laughs> Completely on Tony's side. I never thought I would be on Tony's side when it came to down to. If if it's Cap if it's Carol's side or Tony's side, you know, but she well, is, that shows you that the writing is compelling because yeah. you're actually for someone that I know you did not side with uh, Tony on the original Civil War, no, and so now you're like, oh, I don't, maybe, and the yeah. and the, the 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 funny thing is, is it's like it's not as night as night and day as the original Civil War. Like, there's a yeah. lot of people that it was really easy to side with Cap because it made Tony look like a bad guy. Yeah, they did a really good job of making Tony look. I don't want to say like a villain, villain, but it was just like, why are you doing this to your own people, Iron Man? Yeah. With this, it's like you know, uh, Carol has a de- you know has is making the decision that they can change the future if they can predict it, they can stop bad things from happening. And Tony's like, no, we can't fight the future. The future is going to happen the way it is because he's a futurist. He's like, we have to protect it, and so it's like. You know, she keeps doing all these like minority report, minority report precognitive things, and then all this stuff goes sideways. Like, you know, Rhodey gets killed, She-Hawk gets killed, Banner gets killed, all because they're trying to stop this stuff from happening. And Tony's like, "Look at what's going on." He's like, "We need to just let it go and then try to stop it." And it's like, I'm like, yeah, I totally kind of side with Iron Man on this. And it's like, hmm. whoa. So it's it's a good read. Okay. Um, that's uh, Check it out. There you go. There's your – go go read some books. That's what we got to say yeah, here. Some funny books. Um, and, so. I, and, I, and I just um, – I'm not going to say too much about this right now, but I feel like what you just kind of got into about uh, the, the core of why you like things but keeping it fresh, I think that's going to tie into our, our main Definitely. talk. Definitely. That's kind of what and I'm I, talking about. And, so, and I feel like the next thing you're going to bring up, too, is also going to tie into our main talk a little bit as well, and I'll, I'll bring that back around. So we're we talking uh, about this Nintendo. Uh, you know, well, I mean, that's the power of nostalgia. So I think I feel is, like all three news stories are going to tie. These news stories the main, do yeah. tie into the main thing because, yeah. like, so Nintendo recently announced that they're going to make a mini NES and it's going to come loaded. A mini NES. A mini NES. Uh, it's going to be coming to when is it coming in November? I don't know. I I, I um, saw like everyone uh, maybe man, maybe I'm just becoming that crabby old man. Like everyone, when this was announced, I had so many friends who were like, "Check this out! Look at this! Look at this!" And I am, I am not that excited about this. I know you're more excited about it than I I'm am. I'm not like super excited, but I think it's a good move. And I don't know why it took Nintendo to do this. This, you know, take them this long to do it. Like this thing is literally small enough to kind of fit into the palm of your hand. Um, it's slated for November 11th. It's gonna, it's gonna sell out for 60 bucks. Um, I believe it comes with one controller. Uh, I don't know if it comes with two. It doesn't really say. Uh, it's well, have it's the, Nintendo. They'll they'll have the second controller available for sale, right? Easily, but it's gonna be it's gonna be they're gonna be the classic controllers, but they're gonna be USB. Uh, it's gonna have HDMI support. Um, no cartridges are involved. They're gonna be basically preloaded games onto this mini uh, mini Nintendo. Um, so here are the list of the games. I'm gonna rattle them quick. You got Balloon Fight, Bubble Bobble, Castlevania One and Two, 
Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., Drubble Dragon 2, Dr. Mario, Excite Bike, Final Fantasy, Galga, Ghosts and Goblins, Gradius, Ice Climber, Kid Icarus, Kirby's Adventure, Mario Brothers, Mega Man 2, Metroid, Ninja Gaiden, Pac-Man, Punch-Out, featuring Mr. Dream. So I'm guessing there must probably be some Mike Tyson's licensing there. Yeah, I mean, that's Mr. Dream's been in the place of that since the... Yep. Uh, yeah. And then Star Tropics, Super Contra, Mario Brothers 1, 2, and Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, and 3, Tecmo Bowl, The Legend of Zelda, and Zelda 2. So that's what's going to get you 60 bucks. Um that's a good solid list of games. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like they probably took that from uh, probably the top whatever twenty or thirty games, um, and then added balloon fight. And then added yeah, <laughs> balloon fight's really weird. I I don't understand why Star Tropics is on there. I never played Star. That's Tropics. an RPG that a lot of people did like. It had kind of a cult following. Yeah. Um. I you know I, I think you're right about like that's it kind of hit that sweet spot. And also if you notice there there's actually a number of games in there that aren't. Nintendo property, like they're licensed Capcom. for the yeah Capcom yeah, and Konami. Konami, yeah, uh, and that's like that's that's great because I mean, I'm sure Nintendo could have put out a little console that was like the best of Nintendo and people would have been excited, but just having Castlevania and also like I know I'm partial to Mega Man too, but just having that you know like that I feel like that is what you described there to me sounds like that's that neighbor kid that. Everybody, he always got games for his birthday and Christmas, and he yeah. had that collection that he you're like, it, yeah. I can never have that many games, but he does. And I'll right. go over and borrow one, maybe. You know, I have my four games. Yeah. And all one you, of them all, was Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. All they need to do is set up a wireless controller and, and pretty much should be there. Yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, it sounds cool. I don't know. Like, if, if they make it updatable, I think that'll be neat. Um, we'll see how it does, though. And I think that there's supposed to be something about, like, uh, save state options. So it's more forgiving for people to play through. Um, not have to worry because like some of those old games, well, the difficulty was brutal in terms of like you couldn't save your progress. So well, you can you can you can do em- emulators. I'm sure have you, have you used emulators. On I have. PC? Yeah, that's why yeah. that's kind of part of why I'm just like I I wasn't as excited for this because it's like this kind of that's, idea has been around right. for a long time um, <laughs> illegally. If you, <laughs> yeah, if you don't know what an emulator is, so if you have a computer or geez, an Android phone, you can actually pull these off really good on Android phones too. Hmm. Uh, you can you can download an emulator, and basically what the program does is it runs the tiny, uh, like three megabit Nintendo games that were on those cartridges uh, for you to play. So you could play any of the NES titles on your computer. Uh, yeah, I mean years ago I I broke down and got um Chrono Trigger because that was at the time when it wasn't re released on PlayStation mm-hmm. like like uh, PlayStation One. So it was like that weird in between where I, I wanted to play the game, but I didn't have the money to go buy a physical cartridge because. That was ridiculous at the time, but I downloaded the emulator and really, I played it and I, I loved it. Yeah. And that was my only way to play it, though. That's some way that was a way to get some of those games with those. Um, but, you, I mean, you could you could have a save state. Like, I remember yeah. playing Mega Man on my PC, and there was, like, the part before the blocks started disappearing, and you could, like, save the game there, and then, like, F5 would save it, and, like, F6 would load it or something. And I remember just playing it, and as soon as I fell from the blocks, F6, and it would reload me <laughs> right to before yeah. the blocks, like, instantaneously. So I'm sure it'll have a feature like that. Um, but, like, yeah, I, for people that don't want to mess with the headache of trying to download an emulator and ROM and and, and, and um, uh, unzip it, this is pretty cool, especially if you want to hook it up to your TV, you know, yeah. and, and have old-school Excite Bike matches where, you know, you get, you tell your buddy, leave the room, I'm going to go build a track. <laughs> And then they come back in, and they—it's it's always that big one. Yeah, going over the things, and then they got to come back in and like beat the track and the time, and then you switch out and you go build a track. 
Yeah, and Excite Bike was the the first place that it had the the Peter Griffin falling on your knee type of moment where you fall off your bike and then yeah. you slowly have to work your way back to the bike yeah. and it was like and it tumbles and you're like how far can this bike tumble? Like, yeah, so that's that, I think that we're. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of solid games on there that do have some legs in terms of replayability. I, I feel like like what you're telling me there though is like sixty dollars and I can play Zelda. I feel like that's what everybody's like. Oh, I can play original. Dude, Legend everybody Zelda. in their in their thirties is probably going to ask for this for Christmas. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, but it'll be fun for the the people that like they have kids or they have like nieces nephews. Be like, here, try this. Yeah. Oh, you're terrible, aren't you? Like, yeah. I think it'd be What's funny. The oh, those Medusa heads knocking you back yeah. in the pit. Here, play some Punch Out. See how you yeah. deal with this. Yeah. Oh, see yeah. where you get. Yeah. So I think that would be I'll be kind of fun. Like so, yeah, I think it's it's all well and good. I just for me, it's like I, you know, and also knowing that a lot of these games have been available um, through other platforms and not just emulators, but like other systems too. Like it, so it doesn't seem it, it doesn't strike me as amazing. Like I mean, a lot of people are going to be excited for it. I, I'm not, but you know, I I'm I'm sure if one happened to appear, I would enjoy it probably for that half day, and then I'd probably never turn on again. That's how I kind of am when I had the emulators. I'm just like, yay, I'm playing Castlevania three, and then like 35 minutes later, I'm just like, this I'm gonna go play a better game on my yeah. Xbox. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's true. Like even going like to the 16 bit, which I, I love with the 16 bit. It's like a lot of those games. Once you realize that like like um playing like the Simpsons four player arcade brawler yeah. or Gauntlet. The moment you take away the stress of not being able to go forward because you ran out of money, those games kind of lose a little bit of their charm a in, little a, in bit. a weird way. In know? a weird way, you're right. You're yeah. right. Because I feel like Invincible. Like, yeah. I remember playing Gauntlet the one time. I was like, I don't even need to hit a button. I'm just going to run like, run into things yeah. and they die. I don't care if my health goes down. Shoot food. I'm just going to run it over. Yeah. Yeah. I hate food. Yeah. <laughs> Quarters. So, yeah. But, yeah, it, it's really weird. And even, like, some of, like, you know, like, with 16-bit, like, um, if you don't know, I'm sorry, listeners, 16-bit is a barcade in, at Lakewood uh, where you can go and, and drink and have fun and, and play as many arcade games as you want with no quarters. And, um, yeah. But, you know, even going in there and playing a few games like uh, um, like Mortal Kombat. Like, like, I spent so much money on Mortal Kombat when I was a kid. But, like, I go in there and it's free and I'm just kind of like, after, like, three matches, I'm just like, eh. Yeah. Like, you know, so I mean, so it's it's actually in a way it's the older games that still hold my attention there. The ones that you can't get around like um like I, my favorite arcade game of all time is Gyrus. And it's like that gives you only so many opportunities. I mean, you can obviously earn extra ships as you play this game, but like it's, you know, it's score based and it's wave based. Mm-hmm. So it's like you it's only going to get harder as you go. And it definitely it's going to it's going to either be you or the machine that's going to give up first. You know, I think, and I think the one game there that I played the most like for the longest amount of time was Frogger. Yeah. So like, like, like I sat and played Frogger for like probably about like 45 minutes and was just like, I can I can get a better score than this. Like, yeah. And I feel like that's there's some there there for me. That's where some of that um where what I liked about those games is still there, yeah. you know. So uh, but yeah, I think that I mean, if people want that, that's cool. Um, but they said probably not for me. I guess I'm just like I don't want no mini Nintendos. I don't want no Pokemon Goes. You know, like I'm just gonna sit on my porch and shake my fist at everybody. Is get what's off, gonna happen. Get off my lawn, yeah. Pokeballs. So all right. So the last bit of nostalgia. Um, <laughs> Until uh, we get to the next bit of nostalgia. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, nostalgia. Uh, Robocop turned 29 today. So back in 1987, uh, July 17th, Robocop came out. Um, which I would love to dedicate a cast to Robocop as a whole i feel 
We could do that. I have we, no problem. No, we yeah, still can, yeah. but I mean, it being RoboCop's birthday, you know, maybe next year we'll do a RoboCop cast, but like, I love RoboCop. That's probably one of my favorite movies of all time, and yeah. it holds up so well, too. It does. Like, it's like it's so ultra-violent. Well, that, and, and I feel like the, the comedy, I think I get it better now than I did when I was younger, because mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much of it's just... It's such farce at times, making yeah. fun of like advertising, the and, commercials, yeah. Yeah. and like even the news bits, like yeah. the av- like the news, the way that they report on the news. Um, and then like, I always joke now, like I grow up and I'm like, God, I'm like, I feel like I I could totally align with OCP now, like where I'm just like, <laughs> let's just renovate everything. Like I don't care who lives there. I'm like, this building looks like crap. Let's just level <laughs> it to the ground and like, let's just get a Soto Sopa or another Crocker Park in here quick. Yeah. You know? Um. So, no, I th- feel like RoboCop still holds up because I mean, it definitely is. Uh, and I, I do think that it would be great to do a cast, uh, like a whole cast about that, because it, it's in that it's in that wheelhouse of the future looking forward from the 80s where there's going to be cool advances in tech, but we're not going to get any better on street crime. Yeah. And so there's like this weird grit, but there's still like it's like a neon, like a neon sheen to this. And it's like it, it's just like that. And I know I'm going to go back a little earlier, but like Escape from New York and just like this other ones where it's like here the future's coming and there's some neat things total, there total recall yeah and total recall like, another one of those it, but it's not there's going to be tra- blade runner total recall is yeah. another verhoven paul verhoven who yeah. he didn't direct a lot of movies but he definitely i i wish he would have directed more movies because he definitely has a as distinct style to his movies i mean you've got um uh total recall you've got uh robocop uh showgirls uh, Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. Yeah. Um, like, talk about like a gr- like the king of B movies. You know, not to say that like RoboCop well, spectacle that kind of had like an uh, like a, another theme, another like it's like peeling back layers of onion on this. And it's like you got this trashy sci-fi actioner, but has a lot of commentary with it as well. It does, and, and even Starship Troopers had that too. Yeah, with, with the propaganda with the propaganda with the uh, commercials and stuff. Um, but God, I remember I was I think I was seven. I was seven, and I remember um, when the Avon Cinema was still open, and I begged my mom to go take <laughs> me to see RoboCop, and because uh, I was like, I was like, oh my god, this guy's a cyborg cop. And when I was in second grade, I wanted to be a cop because when you're seven years old, cops are cool. And yeah. You're just like, oh yeah, that's cool. You get to carry a gun. You kind of like a protector. And then I see this dude, and he's a robot that does this, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> so I was like, mom, please, you gotta take me to go see RoboCop. She wasn't mad, but I could tell she was not happy when we went and saw RoboCop. From the moment that they just start like blasting his limbs off with shotguns. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and it's just so graphic, and I'm just sitting there like, whoa, you know. And then I'm sure there's boobs in it too. But, oh, there is. And yeah. then you got a uh, Red Foreman in there yeah. as well. Clarence uh, Boniger, yeah. one of the best movie villains ever. Absolutely, yeah. like easily in my top five. Easily, yeah, uh, and I could talk. I have like I have a bunch of RoboCop trivia in my head, so I'm not going to go into yeah. that. But happy, Let's, happy birthday, Officer happy Murphy! Birthday. Um, and I'm just going to ask before we move on to the next bit here, real quick. What did you think of the remake? I didn't hate it. Yeah, I, I feel like the first half was actually interesting. It and then it kind of it, it just feels like it was trying to serve the PG-13 master. It did. You're yeah. right, and that's the thing is like, and that's part of the reason why RoboCop is so. You know, because it, it, it has like that, um, you know, that whole uh, that Jesus motif of, you know, uh, dying and coming back and 
and um and then like i think even like voharen's uh, uh paul voharen was talking about how like he had peter weller doing the like the hands out when they shot him like you know the very christ-like pose and even in the the, the second and, half of the movie he's in like the, the the chemical plant it looks like he's walking on water yeah like, for a brief second yeah he's walking through like that large but, puddle but like certain things with that and just like the ultra violence and and not to say that ultra violence makes a good movie but it's just so iconic because that form of justice that's needed for that city just was emphasized in like robo like the character of robocop like yeah. he's just He's just going to go in there. He's a, a very untouchable. He's very above the law. Like, he can't be stopped. Um, I'm going to stab you in the neck with my little knife thing that I use to go into computers. Um, yeah, the sharpest USB drive ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, the remake, it, it, it had great potential. Like, I really liked the backdrop of, like, the automated soldier yeah. of the company, you know, OCP of the, the future making him. Um, I feel like... Like, once he got on the street, it fell into, like, not so much the B-movie style, but just the kind of generic sci-fi action movie feel to it. Which is unfortunate, because I thought Michael Keaton was actually pretty good in it, being kind of like the Steve, evil Steve Jobs kind of. Right. But, like, not, like, even he wasn't completely, like, you kind of saw where he's coming from, but he still cut corners to make the decisions that he made. Which he, which was, he was a great character, but they didn't have a Clarence Bonnegar. No, they didn't. They They didn't have a Clarence. But they had, um, Rorschach was in there, too. But Uh, he he, wasn't like Clarence. But but I liked his character, though. he, He was a good character, but they didn't have somebody that was just like this this despicable like yeah. evil crime lord that was just like kind of like the one that you wanted RoboCop to get. Like yeah. there was nobody in that movie where I was just like, man, I really hope Robo new RoboCop gets this guy. You know? <laughs> yeah, I just like I, I feel like that movie shouldn't get the hate that it gets. Because I mean like I did see it on Netflix like well after, so I didn't actually support it in the theater. And there's actually a few bits there. Where I'm like, this isn't bad. No. But then you find out all the turmoil behind the the, the uh, scenes when the director, I forget his name now. Um, I think it's the guy who directed the raid. Um, he really wanted to go in the specific direction, and he wanted to make it R. And the studio was like, no, PG-13, and we need this. Yeah. And he got so frustrated trying to work within that that it kind of came. You could kind of, you could almost feel that the movie. You could feel the frustration in the movie of how it wanted to go and where it ended up. Yeah. You know, and it was like, um, you know, so I. I don't think the movie deserved as much hate as it, it got. I just feel like had there never been a first RoboCop and people saw this, they would have probably loved it. They probably would have liked it. Yeah, yeah, like, you're right. Um, um, I don't think uh, what's his name, Joel Kinnaman was was super super good. He wasn't bad, but he wasn't really a good RoboCop. No, give me give me Carl Urban as RoboCop. Like I know oh, he was already dread. Yes. but he would have been so well, good as RoboCop. Part of it, I think, is Joel Kinnaman was a really slim dude. Yeah. So like, and the same thing with Peter Weller. Like Peter Weller was pretty slim when they put him oh, in that RoboCop yeah. suit. And that's like part of it. Like I don't think a lot of people understand. Like with uh, Robert Downey Jr. playing Iron Man, is it's like it's like ninety percent CG. Yeah. Because the physical Iron Man suit that they actually made for like Iron Man one and two that he wore, it looked really weird and bulky. Because to put that on an actual human body, it doesn't look slender like Iron Man does when they have yeah. the CG Iron Man. So, like, they kind of had to do that with, like, the character, and, and, and they had to find a good actor for that fit. Um, but, I mean, it wasn't terrible. Um, uh, there's there's worse remakes I've seen, but, I mean, I still, near and dear to my heart is RoboCop. Well, okay. So, all right. So we're gonna we're, we'll we'll book in that for a second. Let's move on to the uh, the main topic, and I'm gonna just jump right back into that real quick. Okay. So. And now for our feature presentation. So, RoboCop, you had an original that people loved. 
a sequel that was not so great, and then they had other ones that I'm not going to count because Robocop kind of, three. Like, they did a whole. I think it was in Canada. Was yeah, it in Canada? Well, because they, they had three, and then they did a TV series that was in that was in Canada, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but then they took the TV series, which took, it would take episodes and kind of jam them together, and that's where you got four, five, six, all that. So it was like yeah. like it was like these arcs of the TV series. I, I think I watched some of those. They were on Netflix once for like a quick second. <laughs> so so you have that franchise. Then then many many years later, you have you have a reboot that is very divisive. Does that sound like something that just came out like recently? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's it's very so. Except so, without the TV series. Except without the TV series. Well, those cartoon series. There that you go. that yeah. doesn't really count. Doesn't really count. So, um, all right. Just so you guys know, right now. Do you know why they are called spoilers? Uh, we're going to talk about the new Ghostbusters, uh, the the Paul Fig uh, one with um, you know the, the all female cast, Megan and, McCarthy, yeah, and Chris, <laughs> no and, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa, sorry. <laughs> I kept calling her Megan McCarthy, like you know Jenny McCarthy, today. no, uh, yeah, Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> Uh, we're her, gonna, her we're going to talk about that. I don't. I'm not going to go point by point for point yeah. and do spoilers like that. But we may trip across things, so just be warned. Yeah, this um, isn't going to be like a like a like a like we're going to like like Paul's going to play the part of. Yeah, you know. So we try not to do that unless like we blatantly like I think we did that with Batman vs Superman, but that movie deserved to be spoiled. And, and, and I know I think we did it with like Fury Road and all that stuff too. But but the, since this movie just came out, and I just saw on the news that uh, it's open second. Like to Secret Life of Pets, so it did. It, it's made like forty five million so far during the weekend. So it's 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 actually done better than what's projected. I can't but, fault it for falling in second behind Secret Life of Pets because, God, kids movies are really hard to topple. Yeah, like if you are. topple a kids movie on opening weekend, bravo to you. Yeah, it's so like it's 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 trending better than what was projected. So I don't like I get so not not everybody's been out to see it. If if you guys are on the fence about it, I, and I don't know how much you value my opinion, I'm just going to straight up say at the beginning, I really enjoyed the movie a great deal. As like, did I. Yeah, and like I think we talked about this over the year, like when it was coming out, and I remember me saying like I'm staying cautiously optimistic, and I do that with everything. I did it with uh, Batman vs Superman. Um, <laughs> it got burned. Got burned. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of what else I stayed really cautiously. Uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Like I was I didn't really get hype about Star Wars or anything like that when it was coming out. Um but same thing with Ghostbusters. Like, you know, there it was catching so much heat before it came out and I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna I'm I, I don't think of it like a lot of people do on the internet and they're angry about it. You know, even when Robocop was being made, we were just talking about like uh I was not pissed or throwing heat at robocop because i wanted to see what they could do with it the same thing with this ghostbusters movie i want to see what they can do with it and oh my you know by god they did a good job with it like you know they did take the star wars formula and used that and by that i mean they took the original movie and they definitely used that as a blueprint or a shell yeah, because there are a lot of points, and I, I think like because we went and saw it on Thursday night. Um, you know that's why this cast is up so late because I was just like, no, let's not cast, let's just go to the movies. And then Joe repeatedly punched me until I said, okay, fine. Yeah, we're I was, gonna go. I was yeah. like, no, we're going. And because uh, well, because uh, side note, I had we had other stuff going on, and it was just I was like, I need a movie. I got to go watch a movie. Yeah, we had like a, a competitive dance competition. We were and part it was of, but I didn't want to like, go. We were yeah. we were doing bad. Like one of our guys sprained his ankle. Anyway, um, <laughs> so like. You know, they they we went and saw it Thursday night, and it was just like I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay, I remember that. That was like the original, and I remember that. That's like the original, and I'm like, but those are parts that made it work, but they made it their own. Yeah, and like so, uh, there's definitely callbacks, and, and some some worked better than others, and and I feel like maybe we're at a point now where it's just that 
if you're going to make a movie for mass distribution, if you don't wink at the audience, let them know, like, hey, we know why yeah. you love this too. That that thing, people are going to be kind of upset that you kind of just like blatantly ignored Ghostbusters, even though it's the same name and you fight ghosts and you put them in traps. Like, how dare you not acknowledge Stay Puft Marshmallow Man? Like, yeah. I just I don't understand that. But they did a good job of that because pe- I think because looking at it from let's you know I tr- sometimes I try to watch some things, especially all this n- nostalgia stuff. Sometimes I try to step back and watch it as if I had no nostalgia mm-hmm. and how it would affect me. And like looking at this movie, like all the throwbacks, all the callbacks, the cameos, like you know, like um uh like like Annie Potts's cameo. Yeah. Like so I don't feel that's a spoiler. This has been kind of There's, talked about for yeah. a while that pretty much everybody except for well Harold, Harold Ramis for obvious reasons. And Rick Rick Moranis. Because he said he didn't want to do it. Yeah. Just because like he's not he just said he was done with acting, is yeah. what he said. So why come back to that? So everybody else so, that you know pretty much is a primary from this from the series. Yeah. There. But like even her cameo was like if you've seen the original Ghostbusters, it was like, Oh, cool. Yeah. But then it's so brief. That you're just like, it's easily, to, it doesn't take away from the scene. It doesn't take away from the movie. Same thing with Aykroyd's and Murray's. The, and, well, as I say, I feel like Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd's bits are those the two that just walk you kind of out of the movie for a second. It's like, yeah. I don't know about this. Like, right. And, and that's unfortunate. I don't know. Like, I, like, I feel like those guys, like those bits, like they, they work with the movie, they're fine. But I feel like. These two guys, like, I know Dan Aykroyd has, has had his moments of shame. I'm not, you know, whatever. There's certain movies that I don't, like, there's times where you're like, what are you thinking when you, like, Blues Brothers 2000, what were you thinking? But yeah. um, but there's times where he's been brilliantly funny. And, like, uh, so it felt weird that his uh, his sense of humor didn't really hit very, very well for me. And then I also feel like Bill Murray, who's, like, the master improv guy, feels like he just kind of was like, can I wear a funny hat? Can I just get through this? And can I be done? And that's what it kind of felt like. Oh, yeah. also, by the way, before we go any further, I have a surprise for you. I meant I meant to hand that. Oh started, no, yeah. I didn't even see this down yeah. there. You got ecto coolers. I got ecto coolers for us. Um, yeah. I'm cracking this open. Yeah, well, they're not as cold as they were when we first started recording. Oh, no, but that's uh, fine. Um, before we go further, though, I want you to read. So this is a one drink box. It is six fluid ounces. Tell me the how many calories and how many grams of sugar is in this? Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's eighty calories, yeah. which I guess isn't too bad. Well, for for how many ounces? Is six, six, six ounces. ounces. Yeah, twenty one grams of sugar and six ounces of fluid. Yep, that's why it's so good. It's just pure sugar. So I feel like with this ecto cooler, which I bought this for Mary, and then I stole some for this. Like more people, more people I know were more excited for this than they were the movie. Oh and, yeah, and I can't understand why because I want to drink I'm some kinda, right now. I'm kind of bummed that Slimer's not on the cover of this. Right, and it's okay, but it's not great. What are you talking about? This is delicious. <laughs> it's just, it's just orange juice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. Like I, like I, I was, I looked at, I was like, how many ghosts were ground up and put into this? Man, That's if funny. I was high C, like I'm looking at the ingredients. There's crazy stuff in here, but like I would totally just slip in slime and see who <laughs> pays attention to it. Like ectoplasm, like uh, ec- like ten percent free range ectoplasm. Like like uh, these were all all farm fed ghosts that were used for this. Um, so anyway, there you go. So <laughs> so so we have some live uh, product ah. testing going on. Well, so oh, it says dispose of properly. Yeah. Well, we'll I'll kick a trap out later. We'll throw it away. Cool. It's fine. So uh, so but the movie though, it's like um, here. I guess I'll just I'll just go right and say this right now. I watched the original Ghostbusters this morning. 
Because okay. I, I actually was going to, I thought I, I thought about watching it before we went to go see yeah, the new one. Yeah, I was going to try to watch it. And I'm just like, you know happen. what? No, 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 no. I don't want that fresh in my head. Like, I've, I mean, I own it. I've seen it in the past year. But I don't, like, it's one of those ones that you can watch and to zip through it. Like, it's still a good movie. I love it, right? Mm-hmm. I still love it. Here's my controversial, controversial statement that um, I'm just going to throw this out right now. I like this new one better. Whoa. And here's why. Wow. Okay. One, uh, it, it, it's more coherently written. And but uh, that, but that's not in, a negative towards the first one. I feel like give <laughs> give credit to um, Dan Aykroyd and Hal Ramis when they wrote the script because they're the ones that did all the, the groundwork of this concept. Like Dan, <laughs> you just gonna keep freaking. I like it. Um, so. Dan Aykroyd had this whole idea of just like, what if there's Orkin men that just bust ghosts? So that's all they like. So they're just kind of like, oh, that's just a class three apparition. We deal with that all the time. Yeah. And you have silverfish, right? So all of that groundwork they laid down, right? So I'm not saying that the people that came in and wrote the screenplay, like, I'm not saying what they did was original. I'm just saying what they wrote. Because you have 30 years to look at this and see why you love it. Yeah. And say, okay, well, that works. They went from point A to point B and we enjoyed it. But how can we smooth out the ride a little bit mm-hmm. and make it? And, and I feel like. That works for me. I feel like the comedy of this appeals more to my sense of humor. Bill Murray is amazing in the first movie, but all he's doing is just being sarcastic the entire time. Right, yeah. And then there's, there's other beats here and there that are okay, but that movie isn't as chock full of comedy as you remember it being. I don't think... Well, I never really looked at Ghostbusters as a hilarious movie. It was a comedy, yeah. but it was more of a sci-fi comedy. It was more sci-fi than comedy to me. And I think that, like, with this new Ghostbusters, they try to hit more comedy. And they do. And I, I feel like that, to me, right now, like, um, like, and, and there's, there's still action. We'll get to that in a little bit here, too. But I think that I found myself, like, more entertained and just laughing more. And I know this is a new movie, so it was fresh for me. But there's just some, there's just some comedy in here that just strikes me, like, so much more. Then and also like I feel like people also give the original so much credit because they love it and so they've had thirty years to get to know these characters. But if you watch that movie trying to push all that out of your head, yeah, you're not given much about any of those guys, right? I think I think and that's the thing is you got to walk into it fresh. And I don't want to basically make it sound like I'm like trying to like overhype the movie or anything. But it's like if you go into a movie and you're just like I'm here, I'm ready to compare it to the original, you're gonna hate it and you're gonna have a bad time. You're gonna have a bad time. Yeah. Um, but if you're excited to watch, like, th- I mean, they, they give you a lot of stuff if you love the old Ghostbusters movie. I'm mean, like, I thought it was amazing every time they lined up and shot the, the their proton packs. Like, the yeah. way that they just kind of, like, that shot that, that Paul Feig did where, you know, they had the sound effect of them just, like, snapping the, the beam. Yeah. And then, like, one after another, like, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a chorus line. It was just like, boom, boom, boom. Like, that was cool to watch again. Yeah. You know? And then, like, I mean, it was just like the sound effects of them humming up, and and, you know, and, stuff and that's like the that. one thing that like I feel like you could have went your own way, but the the sound of the proton pack spinning up is very iconic, um, and it worked for me. Like if they would have went with a different sound, I probably would have been okay with it too. But that's like the one thing I'm glad this for me, and because it's because I love the original. It's not because I have to judge this and be like, how dare they change it? It's just that like that has a cool sound, and it's very like you hear that you think Ghostbusters automatically. Um, yeah. you, you, so. I guess it's like, but if you watch the original though, and it's like, there's just three guys that start, they're working at this college and you don't really know why they're there. They're just all doctors. Um, and then they go look at a ghost in the library and then they get their funding cut. And the Bill Murray is drunk telling Dan Aykroyd, like, we're going to start a business doing what? 
I don't know what, but we're going to find some money. And it's like, yeah. and then and suddenly they, they have the firehouse and suddenly they're out busting ghosts. And then, then there's a montage of them going around the city becoming famous, but you never see them bust a ghost. You just see them walking out holding traps. I would like to have seen the, like a montage. Like that's the only thing I really yeah. wish they would have put in that movie. Cause like the new one, yeah. I feel like in the new movie, they, they did do, um, like a Slimer esque scene in the, the hotel where they kind of like get their, their, they, they, you know, they cut their teeth on, busting a ghost yeah which was really cool which in that scene though like the one thing that kind of puzzled me and i'd never thought about this when i was younger and watching other ghostbusters like they're just kind of willy-nilly shooting those lasers all over where all over the place near people and stuff like yeah like, and, and they kind of talked to that a little <laughs> bit about because like um and i guess we'll just talk more about the cast now also, like Joe's right, if you go in wanting to compare the two movies directly because you love the one so much and it's like, how dare you hurt my childhood, then you're already, like, and that's fine. If you want to judge the movie however you want, you're spending your money, you're watching it. I just don't know why you wouldn't allow yourself to have some joy yeah. and entertainment. And I, that, I think, I'm, I won't talk about that more later, but it my I think what we've all been guilty of doing before we went into this is like, we saw the four leads. And it's like, oh well, that's the Venkman, that's the Spangler, that's yeah. that, and it's like, and you watch this, it's like, they don't really fit any of those for the like for the most part. For like, the I mean, most part, I think like like a little I, bit, but at the same time, it's just like, like okay, let's talk like Kate McKinnon. I love Kate Kate McKinnon. She's hilarious on SNL, and I feel like in Ghostbusters, I'm gonna get this out of the way real quick. I feel in Ghostbusters, they held her back a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Like she can be a lot funnier, but. Like, for all intents purposes, you look at her like, oh, that's totally Egon. Like, she's got a crazy hairdo that totally looks she's like... The, she's the tech person. Yeah, she's the tech person. She has, like, the Egon hairdo almost from the cartoon. Yeah. She's got the glasses. But, like, she doesn't act like Egon in the She sense. has, a like, a wily e. Coyote approach yes. to everything. And that's the exact opposite of Egon. And like, Egon, not the exact opposite, but she's more, she does... She's like, oh, did we blow something up in the name of science? cool as opposed to he was absent-minded being like oh we could this could happen but i'm still going to work on very very mad scientist kind of funny yeah like i love at the end when her mentor shows up and and they're talking about like the the safety protocols on the thing and she's like she's like you don't have an alarm on this and she's like ah alarms are for dudes yeah then they just both start laughing like like who cares if this thing blows up or not so like yeah and i think i think her character holzman was my favorite one and she didn't really necessarily fit into the i mean she i mean by default being the tech one you want to align her with egon but then you have like melissa mccarthy's character who is more like you, you want to put her in the dan Aykroyd role of like she's like the believer and she kind of grounds everybody and like but at the same time though it's like they all they're like they're they're not cookie cutters of yeah. the originals because like, like melissa mccarthy's character did shoot off like some really good gags yeah which she's great and known for that um, and then, like, uh, like um, Leslie Jones's character, she wasn't as like over the top as I thought she was going to be. Because like yeah. a lot of her characters on the SNL, SNL, she gets like really over the top, but she wasn't as, as over the top as she. she Here's my was. second controversial thing I want to say about uh, about this Leslie Jones character, Patty, and I can I cannot remember uh, Tolman is her last name. Uh, she had more purpose and function in this movie than Winston did in the first one. Yeah, you're right. She did, and because if you're going to take those two analogs and switch them, like she actually had a knowledge base about New York and mm-hmm. it's like uh, it's history, and she knew how to get around, and she actually served a function. And Winston just showed up because there's a job opening, yeah. And it was like, oh, I'll believe whatever you guys want, you know. You yeah, steady me. paycheck. I don't care what I'm doing. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, and I love I love Winston because he's just he's like the everyman. But then when you have the knowledge of that, that was supposed to be a role for Eddie Murphy. That when they didn't get Eddie Murphy, you could almost feel like that character was just reduced. 
you know, just reduced like yeah. completely. And it's like, and I love Winston. I think he's great. Like, you know, like if someone says, if someone asks if you're a God, you say yes. You yeah. know, like that's, he had some good lines. Ernie Hudson had some great lines, but, but Patty had more purpose. Yeah. And I, I loved that. And, uh, and, and I feel like, um, I don't know. It just, I feel like it, it was, uh, it was cool seeing a female led movie that they didn't have to go to like a bunch of like, oh, they're females doing this. It's like yeah. there was a couple comments here and there, but it wasn't just like, I don't know. It, it really st- stayed away from uh, making the easy jokes or the easy observations, you know. And I don't I, like um, the, the, the comedy worked for me really well. Chris Hemsworth as Kevin is just one of the best things I've seen in a long time. Oh, my God. He I, was I so funny as Kevin. lost it. He was so good. Like, and some of the, like, I feel like, because they talked about it when they were on a lot of interviews. Like, he did improv a lot of <laughs> stuff, which I'm, 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 I'm surprised he did. Because he didn't really have any acting or comedy roles, you know, since then. I mean, I think he, he hosted SNL a couple times. Yeah. He had a few funny skits, but, like, um, I don't know why. I still think that that bit at the end with the sandwich is probably my favorite part. <laughs> well, and then, well, he was also in the 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 vacation uh, movie. Yeah, oh yeah, which yeah, I yeah. didn't see that, but he I was. know he was in that for a but minute. It, but he was just like in it as like kind of like like a gag himself as a gag, you okay. know, with like the the like the fake penis in his um uh his shorts, where that you know he's like walking around all close to everybody's face and stuff like oh, that. Okay. So I don't, I don't. I, yeah, I, like I said, I've not seen the new vacation. I, I know we talked about it last year, and I meant to get to it. I just did not. The headshots. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 like a doctor. Yeah, we have like with Kevin holding up, like he's just sitting at his desk, like saying, "Well, he's like looking at glamour shots of himself," and that's a really funny gag. And they come, they come back to it like yeah. later. Uh, I don't know. It's just like I feel like that comedy, and then like Paul Fig, uh, he he almost has a um, oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the director, Adam McKay, not Adam McKay, uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin, this is 40, uh, the director of- Apatow? The, Apatow. He has almost a little bit of approach of like trusting your talent and letting the camera roll and see what you get, but he's not so off all the time where he just lets Seth Rogen like riff for a half hour. Well, he's also worked so much with a lot of those ladies. And, and he did a lot of The Office, too. He record, he, did, he he was behind the, the U.S. Office okay. uh, show, so so he I think he- Work. I mean, he's also did, did bridesmaids as well, so of yeah. course he knows Kristen Wiig and, and Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Um, so you trust your cast and you let them kind of bounce stuff for a bit and see if it serves the movie better. And I think a lot of comedies do that that succeed really well because if you ever watch a, a good comedy and then they have a gag reel, it's just like you know, or just like bits they don't use where they just kind of ad lib and ramble for like a scene where it's just like they just keep bouncing jokes like if somebody calls somebody a really funny name and then they go back after the credits and then you hear them they're like they call them other names yes. and it's just like which one sticks the best you know that's when you know you have somebody that's like you know, and i cannot wait for a gag reel for this movie yeah i feel like it's going to be pretty good it's um, it's pretty good and i mean the, like even some of the stuff like i was kind of caught off guard by like there's like an action sequence at the end where you really get to see them kind of throw down with ghosts and they never really had that in the original Ghostbusters, but it was rather entertaining. Like, and, and at the time, you probably couldn't because of budget and also technology. Yeah, you know, like because I mean, let's just be honest. Like, you, like you you could only do so much with that. But here, right. like, yeah, it was like you gave them all a badass moment. And I, I told Joe when we left the theater, I was like, I actually was kind of like. This was awesome. Like I was really kind of those are the moments I love being in the theater where you're just like caught by surprise. You're like, I'm really enjoying this right now. Yeah. And it was kind. It was really cool seeing them all work together. And then they're all, I don't know. It just you believed that they were doing that. Mm-hmm. And and I and I, I thought that was I thought that was a lot of fun. Also, 
like some of the, the the gadgets they made that was very fun that felt very much like hey we need a toy line let's just make all these different gadgets all oh right, yeah let's just do that that's fine but like know? i think that's a little meta in the sense that like i think a lot of movies like back in the 80s like that were like hey we got to throw this in here because it'd be perfect for the toy line we gotta sell toys yeah and, you know? and so i you know i, I don't want to go too much more on why i mean the movie i liked it go see it maybe you'll be on the fence about it. i have some friends that i do value their opinions and they're kind of still a little little on the fence about it did they like, see it or yeah they, oh, like okay. so so and that's fine i'm not saying that they're wrong i'm not saying that you know you don't love what you love and then you know and then maybe something doesn't hit you right maybe had joe and i not seen this in the theater that actually was not laughing maybe it would hit weird and there's i know you you probably remember this there's two or three times there was like younger people in the theater that they gasped at some of the scary bits did you hear that yeah like there was a there i think there were like some girls sat next to me and i remember and i was creeped out by it too there's a there's a scene where it's like real creepy because i'm creeped out by stuff like that and i just remember oh, the, the, the mannequins the mannequins yeah. and like when one of the mannequins moved like this girl like almost like jumps and i'm just like at the same time i was like yep nope 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 <laughs> nope nope so i feel like that was a good environment because like there really wasn't like it was a good it was a good time to see the movie and it was a good crowd to see it with yeah so that helped maybe my expectations a little bit but or raise my expectations but I, I liked it, and hopefully, you know, people will go see it. And if they don't like it, then you can you can certainly find me on our social media and tell me that I'm an idiot, and that's fine. It's just what's what's killing me right now is that why like like you don't own Ghostbusters, I don't own Ghostbusters. Like in terms of like like we can love the movie, we can own the Blu-ray, but creatively, it's not ours. Like we'll never own it. We all we can ever own is our reaction to it and and our experiences we have watching it. Right. I feel like that when this this uh, this movie seems like the one that people got so twisted about more and, so than anything, more so than RoboCop. Yeah, and, um, and even like Jurassic World. Jurassic like, World. Like it just felt really weird. Everyone's like, you cannot touch Ghostbusters. I'm like, I I don't know why. And it's like, and it felt like you because you love something and you've loved it for so long. I, what's I mean? You came to that movie. You never. You didn't know what it was. You're blown away by it. How how can you tell somebody else that they're not allowed to go to this and have their own connection and enjoy it? Because I hope I see every little girl this Halloween dressed as a Ghostbuster. Yeah, I, I've seen. I saw some of the red carpet photos. It was amazing seeing. Like there were some kids dressed up at the premiere. You know, to see like Kristen Wiig and 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 Kate McKinnon and stuff like that. And that's awesome because like. I know growing up, like, there weren't a lot of, like, any time, like, I thought something was amazing, like Ghostbusters. Like, I wanted to be a Ghostbuster for Halloween. I wanted to be Spider-Man for Halloween. I wanted to be a Jedi for Halloween. I wanted to be all three at once for Halloween. I wanted to be a Jedi, Ghostbuster, Spider-Man for Halloween. Um, but, like, any time, like, you had that, that click, you know, when I was, like, five to ten or whatever... Anybody else that dressed up like that was it was all like other guys, which yeah. is I mean it's fine, but like at the same time it was just like any of the girls would dress up like Barbie or stuff like that, and now you have <clears throat> you have other characters like you know we had just talked about like Thor, female Thor, you know uh, Spider Gwen, Silk, like you have these great characters that like um, that now can be these uh, I don't want to say role models because they're not real characters but you know these these icons that these girls can grow up like admiring yeah you know and and or even like ray from star wars right oh my god ray like when we went to comic-con in cleveland in february that was like right off the cusp of star wars episode yeah. seven 
we probably saw like eight Rays, and it was like so cool because there were like little girls dressed up as Ray, there were adults dressed up as Ray, you know. And before that, it's like you know they had Leia, which was cool, or Padme, but it was kind of like, you know, they're not, they're it's not, it's almost the same character, really. <laughs> yeah, outfit. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, it's just crazy hair and a white <laughs> and a white dress. But you know, it's it's just exciting, you know, because um, they they finally have a lot more like. Uh, stronger female centric characters yeah and i don't know it just feels like there's this weird uh, weird energy about this because people get so defensive and then also i get so tired of just like well i don't really care for modern movies well that's bullshit because it's like just because you don't like modern movie like what is that like you just because you like what you like so that means you're never wanting to ever go forward and look for something new yeah like and that kind of bothers me and then we talk about remakes we talk about like so i'm pretty sure that whenever um they did the remake of The Fly in the 80s. I don't think there was this hardcore saying, you know, the black and white one with Vincent Price is the greatest one ever. How dare you? Yeah. Or and The Thing. I, well, yeah, but I mean, I feel like The Thing is such a, it's a very big departure from the original. Like, it, it almost feels like a different movie. Yeah. But The Fly is very, like, there's very similar, like, it's, I mean, other than it's, gen, like, you know, mutated versus, like, you got a fly head, you know, but um, they, those are two good examples, but I don't think there was the outrage there because it just... <laughs> Well, one, those weren't the internet age when those came out. And two, it's like they they did a modern update, and it's like, let judge us on our own, and you don't have to have this. But now I feel like if you if you dare touch something that's already established, well, then you either you're guilty if you don't, if you change it too much or if you don't change it enough. So how are you supposed to explore that space and try to create something like it's a new experience whenever people are going to judge you harshly on either side? Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't understand how that, like, like I'm just I'm just I know I know I really shit all over Batman Superman. Everything about that movie just like it it just had this weird radiation of like this is probably not going to be good. So I know I know I was kind of hating on it. I was having some fun hating on it, and it was kind of self fulfilling prophecy. I did not like that movie. I know there's people that probably did. I mean, it, it made yeah. enough money, right? There there are people that did. Yeah, I, I don't get that vibe from Suicide Squad. I'm actually looking forward to. Suicide Squad. I'm looking Squad. forward to Suicide Squad too. Um, so I, I I am guilty of judging something before I see it. I know that. I like, and, I've I've learned to 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 kind of hold back, and that's why I said with the examples like Star Wars, loved it. Batman vs Superman hated it. Ghostbusters loved it. Like you know like. It, like Hollywood is guilty, not so much Hollywood, but like the majority of media is guilty of getting paid a lot of money to boost sales, advertising, hype about movies and things that are coming out, whether it be a video game that you need to be excited for. Halo 6 is coming out. Oh, my God. Everyone must know about it. It's on high sea coolers. It's on milk or milk cartons. It's on uh, backpacks. It's on this. It's like and then there's a special on Jimmy Kimmel about Halo 5 and you have to pay attention to it. Oh, my God. Halo or Halo 6, whatever. <laughs> so it's like you have to pay. Then the game comes out and it's terrible and they wasted all this marketing on it. Yeah. And it's like. It's like they they almost sometimes I feel like they almost know how it's going to pan out. But at the same time, you know, it it is ultimately falls into the hands of us and like how we like it. And it's there's so many things out there that that you that people try to distract you from, meaning they try to tell you how good it's going to be before it comes out. And then you get a formatted opinion about it and you love it so much when it comes out. It still could be good. But it's not good enough to what people told you it was going to be. Yeah. And then you're just like, 
Because uh, I've fallen victim to that. Um, there's been a couple of movies where I was just like, this is going to be amazing. And then it's just kind of like, that's it? That was just okay. Yeah. You Which, know? I mean, like, I know uh, uh, Kevin of uh, Radio Violenta, who uh, we've had on the show before, he, he mentioned something that I guess he heard from an, another podcast, so I guess we're playing a game of telephone, when someone said that, you know, why why do movies have to be the greatest thing ever right now or the worst thing ever? He's yeah. like, can't things just be okay? And I mean, obviously, when you make a movie, you want it to be the best that you can make it. I, I get that. But if something is just okay, like, I'm just trying to think what um, what I saw recently that I was actually kind of like, oh, you know, that was better than I was expecting. Like, like when I finally watched the first um, the Ninja Turtles of the new ones, when I saw that on Netflix, yeah. I ended up being like, I had no expectations, enjoyed it a fair amount. I was like, wow, everyone really, really hated on this, and I, I came out of it feeling like it was okay. So, um, is everything okay? Do you see a predator outside? Like, no. or a Pokemon? No, it was a skunk. Oh, it's a skunk? Okay. Well, is it a real skunk, or is it one that you're seeing on your Pokemon Go? No, it's a real skunk. Can't you okay. see it out there? No, I can't see it. I mean, it is nighttime and it is a skunk. So anyway, um, so so yeah, I just feel like it's like for so I I'm not trying to defend the new Ghostbusters, I guess, because I hate that's the thing I hate too. Everyone's like, well, I have to tell you exactly X Y Z how I feel about something before I explain to you about how I have an opinion about something. It's like no, either you like it or you don't, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, I it, and and that's okay. I like this movie. I liked it a lot. At this point, I'm putting it ahead of the first one in terms of co- comedy. Yeah. And execution, not concept, not not concept, because I mean the first one, like you, like you can't take away from all the. The fun first stuff. one was conceptual groundbreaking. Yeah, like I mean, Dan Aykroyd came up, like you said, you know, um, every man janitor that that fights paranormal ghosts and with lasers. I mean, how cool yeah. is that? Like, there, there, that's very unique. Yeah, you know, there. I mean, nobody has really gone. Every time you get into the realm of ghosts in movies, it's always scary. Yeah. There's never really any kind of like. There's very well once in a while. I can't think of any comedic ghost movies, but you know maybe like Ghost with Patrick Swayze is pretty funny. <laughs> but like they they don't, which is really they have a really good gag in the movie about that. So <laughs> just but like the, they took something completely original and different, and and that's why it stands out so well because there's nothing like Ghostbusters. Even after Ghostbusters came out, nobody tried to make a paranormal comedy. About yeah, I mean you know, there was, but they were just all kind of there was. Um, it was like Transylvania six five thousand second sight. There was a there was a whole kind of bunch of those that were trying. I don't even know what any of those are. Yeah, so see, there you go. Exactly. Um, why do Why do I remember those? Right, Monster Squad. I mean, the, 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 Monster yeah, Squad's a little yeah. different. Um, but and, and you're right. It's just but if you even take the concept of what he had, is it really that far away from? Like the Three Stooges being hired for a, for a job that's kind of above their pay grade, and they're no. trying to pull it and that, off. And that's kind of the beauty of it because it's so simple enough that it could fit into something like that. Like if you take the ghost element out of it, and you just have four guys that are like janitors, but the job that they're given is so ridiculous, yeah, that it 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 makes for a great story. You're just like, oh my gosh, these guys should be taking care of garbage, but here they are cleaning up like or taking care of like some weird bizarre thing that they don't know anything about yeah you know and um it, it just it, it was great and then like i'm really glad that they decided to do this movie because i feel like it was a shot in the arm for a lot of people to well the people that have probably have seen it to get back into like a genre like this you know not yeah. so much comedy um sci-fi comedy more or so because like Ghostbusters is a fun movie. It's what it is, and this was a fun movie. This is like I feel like there there's enough grown up stuff in there that grown ups will love it. 
I feel like it's PG thirteen, so surprisingly I didn't hear a single F bomb, which I thought I was gonna get one in there somewhere. They didn't they didn't drop it. Yeah. Um but it's like and there there's a couple there's a whole bit where someone's flipping the bird repeatedly, and that's funny. I'm not you know, we'll get to that. But there so I feel like there's a couple comments that if I was a kid, I wouldn't get some of those jokes and I would just move on and be like, Well, what's the next thing? So I feel like there's enough there that serves everybody that I ha- like it's I it feels like an update of like those '80s movies that you said like your mom took you to go see RoboCop. That's a hard R movie, yeah. But she would probably wouldn't have thought twice about Ghostbusters, you right. know. Like and and good. Like give us like I I you know I have been kind of meh about the summer slate of movies so far this year. Like Civil War came out and that was great, and then I've just not really cared about yeah. anything else. And you've seen more than I have. Uh, have you have? I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I kind of there's a month here where I didn't go really see anything. Yeah, it's it's not. It, oh, 2015 was ridiculous for summer movies, and 16's got a big big shoes to fill. But Ghostbusters, so far, I think. I mean, Civil War was my favorite this year, but mm-hmm. Ghostbusters is an easy second. Yeah, and and <clears throat> I and I put it above Jurassic World in the sense that, like, I feel like Jurassic World was it was good. I like it. I own it. Um, it, it feels like that was uh, nostalgia world, like yeah. hard, and, and like the button broke with I, that. I told you that I like Jurassic World more because of the nostalgia, but I do feel like Ghostbusters was a better movie. But I feel like Jurassic World, it, it did that thing where it's like, it didn't go, it didn't change enough, you know? No, it didn't. And, and that's, I mean, not that I want to sit here and judge it, because I feel like it righted the ship and got the franchise, like, blah, 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 whatever, it's fine. Like, I episode seven, like, it, it got Star Wars back on the rails, like where I feel like I'm, I'm enjoying it and again. Yeah, that's what I feel like. They're. I hope they do with Ghostbusters. Like this movie gets Ghostbusters back on the rail. They make another Ghostbusters where they can stand out and have their own standalone film that doesn't involve the Statue of Liberty running around. <laughs> and you get a Ghostbusters two that is completely original with established characters and a franchise that still pays reference to the entire ghostbusting universe because you'll still have your proton pack noise yeah you'll still have the logo you'll have the firehouse you'll have you know yeah. all that stuff you'll have ecto one but then you know you get uh you get like a new villain or you get like um you know something happens with turmoil in the ghostbusters or something like you know yeah like as long as they don't do the whole thing where it's like oh suddenly they're playing kids parties and no one cares about them anymore just like kind of how the second one started off where it's like right. you guys have saved new york everyone saw ghosts oh no one cares anymore right. you know but either way like this is where this is i hope it doesn't fall prey to what happened with the star trek stuff and we're going to actually that next week we're going to talk star trek because of beyond and we'll have some guests on for that. We'll talk more about that when we get there. But like the 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 new Abram Star Trek, the first one, I really like it a lot. The second one, it it's just like we have this whole new 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 universe. Now we're going to do Wrath of Khan. It's like no, you you had your opportunity to go completely in a different direction. And I feel like this new movie is going to be that different direction. Okay, like and I hope so. Like just you know this you you you've you've gotten me so far along with this. Like with this new Ghostbusters, like. Give me a second one. I don't need now that you've gotten all the the you know the you paid your dues to the original. Go make something just batshit crazy fun, like and, and make it scary, make it crazy, and I, I will be really I'll be on board for it. So anyway, there's right. that. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else on Ghostbusters? Any 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 heat you read online that? No, I I don't know. It just it just pisses me off though. It's like. Like, you have an opinion, I have an opinion, our Greedo figure has an opinion. It's like, great, you have your opinions. When someone says, I have an open mind because I've seen a trailer, even though they didn't look good, I'm still going to go check it out. 
just why why is there that that whole why are people being judged because they they actively want to check something out because it's like i, I don't know like i feel like do you know people I, I know there's a couple people i know where it's like hey do you like movies no do you like books not really do you like tv not really it's like what do you like i don't know like have you run those people it's like yeah i have how like i, I, I like um like Mary, Mary loves watching tiny videos on YouTube. And what I mean, not like not like ten second videos. Yeah, I, I mean, I know what you're talking like about. videos <laughs> of like of like tiny food being made. I it drives me nuts. I have no idea why people like that, but she loves it. Yeah, and that's like she's she loves something, right? Like and and so, but so her love of it. How can that be any less valid than my love of of Mega Man or or whatever? You know, it's like that's it's, that's it's how not. I look at it. Like there's people that I talk to. And I can't relate on a level to him, but like I'll be like, hey, you know, I'll be like when Star Wars came out, I'll be talking about the guys. I've never seen a Star Wars movie, and I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) I'm like, how have you never seen a Star Wars movie? Be like, oh, I just I don't watch movies. I'm like, dude. But then like they can sit there and talk about like like every season of the Cavs since like 1965. Yeah, you know, or what? You know, whatever. And it's just like that's you know that's their thing. They love that. You know, like just same thing with my girlfriend. There's things like. My girlfriend does not like a good 80% of the stuff that I go bonkers about. And there's some <laughs> stuff where I'm just like, like, how can you sit and watch Frasier this much? Like, I, Fraser, I, I like Frasier. Frasier's not bad, but it's just like, like I think Frasier, I don't, I don't know how many seasons of Frasier's there are. 11. There's 11 seasons of Frasier, but Frasier has been playing straight almost like every day in, in, in our house for like three months. <laughs> like I come home and it's like four episodes of Frasier and she's not even really watching them. I mean, they're just kind of in the background. No. And well, it's, then, it just, then you just have some really intelligent people around your house all the time. Then. Yeah, That's really what you have. I guess so. With some witty commentary. Real classy folks. And, and uh, really early flip cell phones. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that's what you have. But but no, right, yeah. yeah, there's just, you know, it's like, how do you how do you love this so much? And, and I don't get it. I don't know. Yeah, but I but yeah. it, you love what you love. And I, I usually try to respect what everybody loves unless it's something completely ridiculous, like not eating animals. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we probably lost like 80 percent of our listeners. Oh, seven people have walked away yeah, now because oh, you made a vegetarian because I made a. Yeah. yeah uh, but no, um, <laughs> joke but but yeah like like he's not joking but you should know but like people love what they love and you know if you can if you can find a common ground with it then cool if not that doesn't mean you have to like beat up on somebody like i have co-workers i just told them i was like i was like you guys like the boondock saints they're like yeah we love that movie i'm like i have no idea why like i hate that movie and I know there's things that like the, I'm sure, there's probably even things you and I kind of div- are divided. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Though, though oddly enough, though, like our our views are really overlapping. There's a lot of things yeah. where it's and even there's some stuff that just comes out of nowhere. Be like, oh yeah, I didn't know you. Oh yeah, I love that. Oh cool, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, we're best friends. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yeah, we, we're already best friends. We're best of friends. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I just, so yeah, Ghostbusters. Um, I liked it, and clearly, I, I've made I've made the comment that if I ever run for like president of nerd stuff, everyone's gonna be like, "You said you like the new Ghostbusters better than the original." We I cannot should, vote for can you. you. Comment on that. Yeah, I liked it, and I'll just be like, uh, "Thoughts and prayers." That's all I'll say. That's, that's it. Anyway, so enough about that. I know uh, this has been a, a little bit more longer episode than I was anticipating, but we've oh, had great conversation. It always is. Yeah. So, like, that's the one thing you get with us. We give you more bang for your buck. You ever know how you go in and buy stuff, and it's like now thirty percent more. Yeah. That's there pretty much like no. Episodes. There's no extra air here it's just chips yeah. that's all it is yeah um so all right so real quick uh please hit us up on our facebook page it's invasion of the podcast yeah. our uh our twitter is at invading podcast our gmail as is uh invading podcast at gmail.com also please 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 i know i mentioned this oh. usually at the end 
You okay? Go ahead. No, Finish this. No, I, like uh, please give us uh, like five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. I know I've asked this before, and I'm gonna so, I'm gonna pour ourselves out again. Please, please, please do that because it helps with uh, helps us. Like, uh, right Paul's <laughs> Paul may be kind of mad at this. I don't know how you do that because one of our listeners that I know actually came up to me. He's like, I want to give you five stars. I don't know how. I'm like, let me see your phone. And I'm like going through it. I'm like, I don't know, but you like us. Well, I know. I like, I know like on iTunes, you can go to the store and find iTunes, it. And yeah, you it. can, yeah. but Stitcher, Stitcher, I don't, you, you can write reviews on Stitcher. I, um, I don't know how. I feel like, okay. like, well, no, with Stitcher, it's episode based. You can't like write anything in the, oh. in the, the, the cast thing. I thought you could because uh, there's been a couple I've given good reviews. Maybe I've just been know. writing them in the wrong sections. They're like, this guy's not complaining about anything. We're not going to respond to his email, you know. But uh, yeah, anyway, so please. And also, like, give this right in. Like, tell me I'm right or I'm wrong or I'm in between. That's that's fine. Uh, I feel like there's some good conversation here. Uh, like, like next week, I know we're going to have uh, Nick from um, Geek Eclectic on to talk about Star Trek. And I know he loves Star Trek. I do, too. But it's like I feel like with Star Trek I like fans, Star Wars. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be there with my lightsaber. Like. <laughs> but I feel like with Star Trek fans, it's like you can still have some division of opinion and still have an interesting conversation. Right? You like know? I like, I never mind. I'm not. Yeah. Gonna. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so so there's that. Um, so to wrap it up here, we're gonna do a quick. Nacho, Nacho man, I want to be a Nacho man. So, uh, unbeknownst uh, to Joe, uh, uh, I've uh. written down, well, he does know, but I, I've written down 16 ghosts, and we're going to just, uh, we're going to rate them on, like, it, between the two of them, which one we'd rather have haunting us, Yeah, and if, then kind of go down the line if, until we pick If pick somebody the, came the down and, like, look, you're going to, you're living in a haunted house, but you get to pick your ghost, and it's one of these two, who would you pick? Yeah. So, all right, here's, there's your eight, so hopefully you can't see them, just pick, we'll just randomly do Did this. You, put, you probably you didn't randomize, you probably gave me no. all the weird ghosts. No, no, well, they're all weird, but um, I had Mary divide them up, so. Oh, okay, all right. cool. All so, right. okay, what do you got first? So, I have... Space Ghost. You have Space Ghost? Yeah. I have Dr. Malcolm Crow, and that's Bruce Willis's character from The Sixth Sense. Huh. Who would you rather have haunting you? I would probably take Bruce Willis's ghost because I feel like Space Ghost would annoy the hell out of me. Eventually? Yeah, eventually br- he would just, I would just be like, oh. You'd have Brack hanging around? You yeah. Know? Uh, all right. I think. I, I don't think- feel like having a talk show going on, like, the whole time. <laughs> so I, I agree with Bruce Willis just because also, too, he doesn't know he's a ghost, and he just wants to help you. Yeah. So there you go. Maybe maybe right. come come around when I need him. Yeah. Like, all right. All right. So so I have <laughs> I, this is a good one. I have Nova from Starcraft. And she's a ghost. <laughs> she is absolutely a ghost. <laughs> and uh, I have Abraham Lincoln's ghost from Black Dynamite. Do you remember at the end where Black Dynamite's fighting uh, Richard Nixon? And they're in Washington D.C. and then oh, then oh, I would absolutely want to have Nova. Around. Yeah, but but Abraham Lincoln's ghost shows up with nunchucks and knocks out a gun out of uh, Nixon's hand. Okay, yeah. but all right, so you're picking Nova. Oh, for okay. sure, man. I, that right. bodysuit. So Nova, she is a ghost, meaning that she's like a special special she's a ops. special ops. Yeah. yeah. So okay. so uh, you're starting to see where I came up with some of these ghosts. Yes. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, I got Casper. You got Casper. Yeah. I have the ghost of Christmas past. Mm. I would rather have Casper. Just because I don't want to be reminded of all the shitty things I've done on Christmases. This is true. Like I, I feel like reliving Christmas. Christmas is good, but I wouldn't want to relive Christmas. I like new Christmases. Yes. Yeah. So I would go with Casper too. Yeah. I have I have some dark dark things to talk about Casper here when we get it back around to him. Oh so, yeah, no! Right, yeah. All right. All right. So I have huh, Blinky from Pac Man. Yep. Okay. And I have Ghost Rider, not not Ghost Rider, but W R I T E from the PBS show. 
Oh, I want Ghost Writer. You want him? He'll help you solve uh, crimes yeah. and teach you how to read. And teach me how to read. Or I could just have him write things. And be That's like, true. Hey, look, I know you're dead. Hey. You don't need money. Hey, Ghost Asterix. I need money. Could yeah. you start working on a novel for me? Yes. And then I'll and then, just then publish he could it. Be, he could be an actual Ghost Writer. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. All right. It would be Johnny Blaze. All right. I have uh Ha, I have Patrick Swayze from Ghost. Yep. What's his name? Sam Wheat. Sam Wheat. I have Ghost, the Marvel villain, the tech guy. The guy that can phase in the walls oh, and yeah. jack oh, stuff up. I want Ghost from Marvel versus You don't want, you don't want Patrick Swayze? No, I don't want a pottery. He could, he could just love you and then type stuff on a computer screen and push bottle caps with his yeah. like, ghost powers. And then Whoopi, Blo- Whoop- Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> shows up. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg shows up, and it's and then nobody's having fun. That's true. All right, fine. We'll do Marvel. Besides, ghost. if I was haunted by ghosts, I'd be like, man. You and, know. and Marvel, it's a villain that's mainly an Iron Man villain. He, he's like a, te- a tech espionage guy. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Do, 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 do. Okay. Oh. Who do you got? I have. Now I'm a little nervous with this one. Okay. Because I have Beetlegeist. Beetlegeist. Because yes. you don't want to say the name. No. All right. Not about to play that card. I have Johnny Bartlett, who was uh, Jake Busey in The Frighteners. Oh. Got myself um, a score 23. I got to go with Beetlegeist, because yeah. if, if I go with that dude, he's going to grab my heart and kill me. Yep. Which, if, if nobody's seen, if people have not seen The Frighteners, please, you got to watch that. That that felt like the Ghostbusters movie, the, like the we were going to get one. Like you know, you had uh, Michael J. Fox being the paranormal investigator. Yeah, but that that was a good. You're right. That's yeah. a good. That's a good spin of Ghostbusters in terms of like you know a, co- a comedy centric horror. Yeah, like, I love movie. the Frighteners. Frighteners yeah. is a good yeah. movie. All right, I have. Oh, Ghost from uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, Jon Snow's uh, Direwolf. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> I have Slimer. I think I'd rather have uh, I'd rather have Ghost. I would probably have Ghost. Yeah, it depends on how loyal he is. Because I mean, you could be on one end one end or the other of Ghost. But yeah, oh, this I already know who you got for your last one, and this oh. is gonna make me very happy. Okay, so I'll just tell you who I have. Who do you have? Ghost in a Jar from Rick and Morty. Remember in the episode where they were having all the flashbacks and all the characters were showing up? And he's oh, like, yeah. yeah, Ghost in a Jar, and he like says it's to Ghost in a Jar. So tell me who you have. I have Ghost Dad. <laughs> So would you want the ghost of Bill Cosby haunting you? No. God, no. I don't know what would end up in, in, in any of my drinks. Yeah. Just a ghost roofie? All right. That's so. not too soon, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> too soon. All right. Too soon. All right. So we're going to reshuffle. All right. All right. So we got... There you go. Okay. Four and four, right? Yeah, it's four and four. Sure. Should all, be. Right, yeah, all right. Here we go. We're going to go right. and see who we got again. Okay. I got the ghost of the, the Marvel villain. I got Ghost from uh, Game of Thrones. Um, well, I guess I would probably take Ghost from Game of Thrones over Ghost the Marvel villain this time. Because technically, I think because he's a villain yeah. and he's like a cyber terrorist, I'm afraid he'd like... He would probably steal all my passwords. Yeah, he would like, he'd be like, oh, he'd guess what? he take my Netflix and screw I got, my cube. I got your bank's accounts. Bye-bye, yeah. yep. 401k. <laughs> oh. Savings, what's up? Bye-bye, savings. Oh. <laughs> All right, so we got Ghost from Game of Thrones. Did, did you put it? Where'd you put it? Oh, no. I got it. Okay. All right, this one. Uh, Beetle Guys. Dr. Malcolm Crow from The Sixth Sense. Uh, I would take... This This dude will cause problems. Yeah, you don't want, you don't want that. He would totally guy. cause problems. Yeah. Nice effing model. That's all I got to say yeah. about, uh, about that guy. Nice effing model. <laughs> PG movie, by the way. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Um, so brief blockbuster story. Well, after Joe was gone, we were had a Blu-ray player in the store, and we were supposed to put PG movies on. One of my coworkers put on Beetlejuice. And I had forgot about that point. And I'm just walking around, and the moment I heard that, my head almost spun all the way around like The Exorcist. And I was like, excuse me? And then she's like, well, it's PG movie. I'm like, you can't let that play in the store. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, but the, my coworker at the time, she's like, she just did not want to understand. It's like, it's like, I'd, like, I'd, like I'd put Jaws on. Like, you can't do that. Like, yeah. just because something's called PG, like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway. Oh, all right. I got Ghost Rider. And I got Ghost in the Jar. I'd probably still go with Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Yeah. 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 All right. Nice one. All right. What do you got? Casper. And I have Nova. Oh, Nova. Yeah. So my Casper story, real quick. My prom theme, 1996 senior prom, was Remember Me This Way, the theme to Casper. The theme song to Casper was With, my prom uh, theme. Christina Ricci. Yeah. <laughs> Think about that. Think, I have to always remember that. I always have to remember that goddamn movie because my prom theme. I'm sorry. It's it, yeah, it sucks. I don't know what my prom theme is. Yeah, but it was it wasn't the theme to Casper. I just, I just know I look like James Bond. There you go. I did not, but I was also angry about the whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, so all right, so all right. getting down to it, real quick, real quick, almost done. All right. So we have Ghost Rider, <laughs> and I have Nova. Nova. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. I just know Joe's really partial to Starcraft, so that's that's what's going on there. And, and then we got I got Ghost from Game of Thrones. Ghost and the I Direwolf. have. Uh, Dr. Malcolm. Yes. Uh, yeah, you have Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. I like dogs. Okay. All right. So, so, so okay. Let, let me just establish here, people. In our ghost, our ghost off, the two that made it to the end are not, not technically go- ghosts. Absolutely <laughs> ghosts. But I'm going to have to go with Nova on that one. I'm going to go with ghost. Oh, no. What all right. I- you, know, no, you know what, though? What? Let the audience decide. Yeah. There's your, there, hey, all right, guys. I you got, got two vote. words. Yeah. Dead ass. <laughs> yeah, me too. That that ass for uh, ghost. I don't know. Um, so that's it. You know, we we're we're going to be the deadlock here. You yeah. guys need to vote. So vote. Who do yeah. you, who do you think is a is a, a better better, better, better ghost. ghost ghost or Nova? <laughs> so I really didn't think this one through very well. No, nah, that, that, that was fun. That was um, fun. So all right. Anyway, uh, that will do it. Uh, like I said, next week Star Trek Beyond talk mm-hmm. with uh, mm-hmm. Nick from Geek Eclectic, and if we may have another actually, guest as well. If you guys wear. Uh, prosthetic ears while you listen to the show uh there will be a hidden sound effect for you but yeah there you go just uh, just tune in yeah with your but ears. if you don't have the right ears on you're not gonna hear it no um so okay and then also just like i said mention social media already if you if you could write a stitcher review figure it out let us know how that'd be great i'm also going to shill other podcasts to do with uh, kevin uh strange highways we recently did um the twilight zone episode judgment night uh, that does not have to do, deal with the 90s movie with the rap rock soundtrack. I think I made that joke before. I saw um, that movie. Yeah, so that episode's not that. So, um, And then I know we're also we just, we're going to cover um, a one called And the Sky Was Opened that was based off of Richard Matheson's story. Joe's like, who's Richard Matheson? Richard Matheson wrote a lot of cool stuff. Like he wrote Duel. He uh, wrote uh, What Dreams May Come. Uh, I am legend. Like guy wrote a lot of cool stuff. So uh, please check us out. Strange highways. Watch watch uh, watch a show. Listen to the episodes. It's a it's a good time. So that's enough about me shilling me. Um, that's that's going to do it. Right. So yeah. all right. Um, yeah. So anyway, go see Ghostbusters and then uh, then spew venomous hate at me. I don't think anybody's going to hate it. Yeah. The one person that I know other than us that went and saw it, he said he he was really surprised and he liked it a lot too. No, oh, there you go. So. Um, yeah. All right. So till next time, uh, be safe. And if you see ghosts, I, I don't know. Don't approach them unless you have a proton pack. Yeah. Or you can. They usually just slime you. I don't really think. 
I don't think they actually hurt anybody. Test, test, test. One, two. <sighs> Testing. It's the audio. It's time for 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 the audio. Audio. <laughs>